The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic to cosplay to Schitt's Creek to Supernatural and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. So hello, welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. Um, Tonight we are going to be counting down our favorite things of 2021. I decided, and I regret this instantly, but I decided to give my panelists a little bit of freedom here. So you're not just limited to 10 things. You're limited to a few for each number. When this comes out as the podcast episodes, those will be divided into two. So that's why I kind of went, okay, I'll give you a little free reign. And then we're doing something that we're going to do every year. We're going to highlight a filmmaker that we love and appreciate. And if you know this podcast, I think you should know what filmmaker, you should be able to guess what filmmaker we're going to be talking about. But if you don't know the podcast, then I don't know if I want to know you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. (laughs) I feel like you'd be like, welcome, new fans. Yes, welcome, new fans. If you don't know the podcast, I love you. Go back and listen. We've actually had a couple of new listeners that came over from Liberty Diner Dish, of course. Again, every time I'm on there, we get new listeners who go and listen to old episodes and talk about it. So thank you again, Ishelle and Liberty Diner Dish. Okay, well, I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters, including Mal. First off to Mal. Mal and I, we haven't set the date yet, but Mal and I are going to be doing a live tweet in 2022 in January of the seminal classic on Disney Plus, Halloween Town High. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I might actually watch that. Just for the live tweets. Well, I went down a TikTok. Um, well, I go down this this hole in TikTok all the time anyway. But I went down a hole to try and find like, I'm like, okay, let me see if there are Finn Whitrock Halloween uh, Town uh, High. Oh uh, fit, uh, <laughs> and there were so many that were like, how does this become this? Where it was like his character in this show that or movie that i've never watched and then his characters in american horror story and it was pretty funny so but a lot of those i kind of felt like he looks like he's like 15 i can't save these (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that'll be a lot of fun so stay tuned to our social media and everything we'll be announcing when we're gonna do that not sure when but i'm really excited mal that'll be a lot of fun the most probably pg live tweet we've ever done Meg shaking her head. <laughs> if anyone can make it not PG, it's this group. I was gonna say, I was like, like, oh, that, that's really everything's PG with me. 
Everything's PG with me. I didn't create a folder in Canva because I'm creating end of the year videos for next Sunday, our special only live stream only. And I did create a folder that says horny host and panelists. (laughs) (laughs) There's already like 90. Did you add a panelist to so that you didn't feel so alone? No, there are some moments when the panelists are the ones (laughs) and not me. Is it just you in a disguise? <laughs> Aaron puts on her Carla mask, and then suddenly she's Christian fucking Bale. <laughs> so I so anyway, my other Patreon supporters to thank are Carly, Jackie, and Sasha. So thank you so much for your support. If you want to support the show for as little as three dollars a month, head on over to our Patreon page. Next year, we're going to have special bonus episodes featuring Rent, a fanfic. And then every single season of American Horror Story, but we're only covering the first half of season 10. And Erin A. is going to be on all of those, whether she wants to or not. She has to join me on my pain, on my quest to never leave Ryan Murphy's. I almost said something really bad. I almost said Ryan Murphy's. Never mind. (laughs) Ryan Murphy's hole. Ryan Murphy's hole. Is like a black yep. hole. It's, it yeah. is, man. I so can never believe it. So letter word. <laughs> Yes. So anyway, so that will be a lot of fun. So, okay. So we're going to get started. And instead of everybody saying what they're into, and I hope everybody read this on the outline and is prepared. Oh, God. So Carla, <laughs> I want to know, name one favorite TikTok, YouTube, social media, or other moment in pop culture that you loved this past year. The social media phenomenon that I love this year was the Bernie memes, the Bernie and the mittens. Yes. <laughs> because it was just so, so like ridiculous, but also kind of wholesome. And it, it was just, um, at the time, I think it, I was in a group with, with Meg, with, with Hannah and Lauren from, um, from sort of brilliant podcast. And we were just sending each other back and forth all of these memes and just, it got ridiculous. We had so many of them just floating through. And I think it went like past midnight and some of us were staying up. And then I got up super early and posted a whole bunch more. It was it was just like a wonderful, fun thing. What does it say that I cannot believe that the Bernie meme chat was this year? I know. This year has been hard. Yeah, I had 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 a lot trying to think of stuff of like, well, it was during quarantine that I watched this, but was it this year or last year? Oh, yeah. And I feel like I need to warn Aaron. Like, I didn't even count down. I just wrote what I watched this year and hope that y'all don't take it before we get a chance. It's hard to rank things, really. Like, like there's a number one, but then everything else is just like, I don't even have everything. Well, so then, Aaron. Did you come up with a moment then? Uh, yes. I. It's hard to decide. Also, first of all, I want to say um, my friend crocheted me a tiny little Bernie with his mitten sitting on a chair. And it's the Aww. cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> because, adorable. yes, we love the Bernie also. I think one of my favorite moments, and it's very specific, but I think Meg's going to be with me on this, is um, the uh, wedding in Wynonna Earp of Nicole and Waverly. And that was just like the thing that I think everybody needed this year 
because like everyone had been waiting so long for the show to come back and then that was like the most perfect thing and i can't imagine anybody that watched that without crying but it was like so sweet and i loved it so meg did you have one for this um i do it's not like a personal thing or whatever for a social media moment but there is this middle school choir teacher on tiktok named mr richter and he had clarence the spider that some student brought in and he hung from like the projector in his classroom and then all of his middle schoolers started like worshiping the spider as a god and bringing offerings and and he was recording and it's like i have a middle schooler so it's really really funny to me because (laughs) middle schoolers are so weird and it just it tracks so much and i will 100 send you guys uh the link to this video because it's amazing (laughs) apparently i don't spend enough time on tiktok (laughs) Yeah. I spend a lot of time on TikTok. <laughs> I Mal, do. Mal, I have sent you these TikToks. It's been a long goddamn year. And Desiel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, TikTok in general, I'm just going to say TikTok mm-hmm. in general, because this was the year I really discovered TikTok. I, mm-hmm. I created a TikTok account for the dogs like last year, and I kind of ignored it and went, I don't understand this. And then we had created or Aaron had created one for the pod and then we kind of ignored it too. (laughs) And then I was told by our producer through our podcast network that we really need to start work getting on TikTok. So uh, podcasters out there, this is what I've been told. You need to be utilizing TikTok. So we've been utilizing it more and that's been a lot of fun and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And I think it's all aspect ratio. That's what I have figured out. I'm pretty sure that's what does it. Yes. No, seriously. The way it's it shows up weird. on the phone, I because if it doesn't show money. up a certain, if it doesn't show up a certain way, then you won't show up in like feeds and stuff. But I've also just been having fun going down TikTok holes, <laughs> which I, I really need to stop saying holes, but <laughs> it's true. It's going to be another bingo card spot as Aaron says holes. <laughs> Do I get and better? Then- and then talks about very weird whole context. <laughs> I don't quite get TikTok. I mean, I say I, but I love TikTok. That's the thing is I love it. I have, I mean, I literally, I have folders of TikTok mm-hmm. videos. They're, they're not mm-hmm. all Finn Whitrock, just about 99% of them, but I have other ones too, like um, a couple of Christian Bale and a couple of Dexter ones and stuff. And, but yeah, I it's just yeah, I love it for that. And this is like when you say I don't only watch Finn Wittrock shows, and then the, it's like goes on to the other things that you watch, and it's just Finn Wittrock fan vids and audition tapes. Audition tapes. <laughs> <laughs> audition tapes. Oh, sure, Aaron Rouse says yes. Although yes. I did say his name, which makes me feel a little disappointed in myself. No, that makes me very happy. Fine. I, I was so I was so disappointed, Meg. I'm like, really? Okay, I decided to you... date today, you guys. So we're going to start this episode because I'd like to get started. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. Aaron's like, I want to get out of this conversation. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with your number 10 of, you can name a few things, Carla. I mean, don't go too overboard, but you can name a few things of TV, movies, songs, shows. What would be in your 10? So Carla, number 10. Uh, okay. So I had these in no particular order because I just can't make choices tonight. 
But I started watching the series Dope Sick on Hulu. And for some reason, I got super sucked into it. And I, I, I don't really like those, you know, reenactments where it's like this long drawn out thing or something that you can read online about what actually happened and it's dramatized and things are not really factually correct sometimes. But it was so good. Like the acting in it was fantastic. And I, I just, I got sucked in. And every single week I was like, where's the new episode? I was like fiending for, which is ironic because it's about the oxy epidemic. But also on Hulu, don't like laugh at me. I haven't even said anything that ridiculous. I like that you're just like, I'm making a casual joke. But, you know, it's about the opioid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, oh, but it's sad. Anyway, let's move on. So I also got Give into the show Queens. I got into the show Queens, which is about four rappers in a group um, from the 90s or the 2000s. And they kind of imploded. And then they're uh, a, a new hip-hop star now discover them and sample them that they're you know getting recognized again um and it's it's not the greatest show my sister and i like will watch it and tweet at each other tweet each other uh, message each other about like everything that we find like utterly ridiculous about the show but it's still all of the acting is really endearing and it's just a lot of fun and it has like a lot of fun music and brandy can rap like, oh my God, her rapping is amazing. And of course, Eve is in it. So you know that there's also quality rapping from her. It's, it's just a, a great show. So like, those are the ones that I'll go with for now. Whoa, that was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. I'm pacing myself, Erin. <laughs> that's, that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got so excited. <laughs> so, Erin. Number 10, what do you have? What things do you have in your number 10 spaces? Okay. <laughs> I have 10 number 10s. No. Uh, actually, I have five number 10s. I only have 15 on my list total. I won't do all five. Wow. I'm probably worse than everybody else here then. <laughs> <laughs> Kept it short. Um, I think my number 10, I'm going to go with, there's this um, series on Netflix called Elves. And it's it's sort of Christmas related, I guess. It's this oh god, now I can't even remember. I think it's Norwegian or Swedish or something. But they go on like vacation. This family goes on vacation uh to this little island and there's elves in the woods, but they're not like the friendly kind of elves, they're like the murder everybody kind of elves. And so it's a really weird show, but I couldn't stop watching it. Um, I think there's only eight episodes, maybe it's not a lot, um, but it's on Netflix and it was really entertaining. Uh, and it's sort of the Christmas horror genre, so it's that time of year. Oh, is that it? Well, I don't know, I could do a couple more. No, you can do <laughs> you can do a few for each one, is I, what I'm well, saying. Okay, not following the plan, but I like it. Um, no, I put that, I said okay. that you could. I know, yeah. I just. All of this just means I'm going to have to start crossing shit off my oh, list. God. Oh, no. <laughs> you can do a max of three for each one. Okay, we'll okay. do that, okay? I like this. Um, okay. Um, also, I've been really enjoying The Big Leap. 
I think we've talked about this before, but it's so good. And I love it so much. And I started watching it just solely for Scott Foley because I'll watch him in anything. He's adorable. Uh, and then, yes. And then I realized Piper Parabo is in it and I just adore her as well. And But it's a really good show and it's really cute. And there's dancing and drama and then it gets sad, but it's good. I like it. And I'll leave it there. No one ever mentions Piper Parabo. Have you? I have, have love you, her. Yes. Have you seen? Um, oh my gosh, what is the name of that? Oh, I can't remember that. Now I can't even remember the name of either one of the movies I was going to mention, except for Coyote Ugly. But that was not one of those. Oh was God, yes, so <laughs> classic. It's a classic. <laughs> that wasn't the one I was going to mention. It. Dang it! I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, remember. a COVID or Fairs. I was obsessed with that show. I love that show. Yeah, she's. I like her a lot. I've always liked her a lot. I Nobody think she ever should talks be, about her. She should be in more things. Really, she's great. She's a great actress. She's really good. Okay, so Meg. Okay, so fun fun story. <laughs> Carl and I were talking about trying to remember things that happened this year, and Carl was like, "Do you have any ideas?" And I was like, "Hey, I just would really like to to be able to bring up the big leap." <laughs> Because I know I'm Carla so loves it. No, I'm just kidding. I know Carla loves it so much, and she oh, always God. she always takes my stuff. And I and I was just like, I'm gonna save it though, because it's like really kind of one of my big highlights for the year. And then fresh out of the gate, no, it's it's such a good show though. I love it so it much, and this really doesn't cute. even count as me talking about my own things because Aaron brought it up. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pushing it may it's adorable it's a great show and i love it and i really hope it gets a second season but so for me i just fair warning i did not rank any of this stuff i knew i was going to be last before you Aaron, and i was just like i'm going to write down everything i watched and if it doesn't get brought up then i'll just use that Otherwise, I'll like glom onto somebody else's stuff and pretend it's not mine. So I'm going to go with number 10, I guess, Ginny and Georgia. I think it was either Hulu or Netflix. I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot of research. Um, Netflix, Meg. Is it Netflix? I can't yeah. remember. I have all of the streaming services and I just remember my kid wanted to watch it and I said no. Because it is not like Gilmore Girls. Like, it was kind of advertised to be like, hey, this could be the next Gilmore Girls. And then it gets really dark. Like, pretty fast. But it's good. It's, it's like, honestly, if Gilmore Girls was a bit more realistic about mother-daughter relationships and high schoolers' relationships and interpersonal stuff, it's good. I liked it. Um, don't let your tweens watch it. Or do. I'm, like, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> as the only parent only person with tweens here um the other thing i wanted to talk about is map uh the map of tiny perfect things and love that movie oh my gosh i love that that was on my um if everything else gets taken list oh see i like i said i literally googled everything that came out and wrote down the stuff i saw and then i was like oh i like that or wrote down the stuff i saw and i liked (laughs) or really liked um but this is like a really kind of cute ya groundhog day like 
thing where this kid is just contentedly living their day on a loop over and over again. And then it just, it's Catherine Newton and I love her and I love how her career is really kind of taking off and that makes me really happy. Um, but it's, it's really sweet. It's on Amazon prime, right? Yeah. Amazon yes. prime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just this really sweet YA love story. And if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch it. It's two hours of your time. That is worth it. It's really cute. And I guess my last thing that I'm going to say, because I'm really worried someone's going to take this, is a documentary called Misha and the Wolves. And no, it is not about Misha Collins. <laughs> I was waiting for clarification on that one. I was like, oh, God, already. He has, there's no documentary made about this man. It is about a woman who, like, wrote a memoir about how she survived and escaped the Holocaust. And they created like this documentary and this whole like thing. And then someone, um, that she had a fallout with the publisher of her memoir. And then they started investigating the veracity of her story and kind of, and I don't want to give any more away than that. But I mean, if you like World War II, no. No one likes that except me. I really that's like that's been in my list for a while. I need to watch. Yeah, that. I've heard that's really good. It's really really good and like. But Mal did say um, that they thought there should have been had helplines at the end of every episode in Genie and Georgia. I'm assuming, like they did with Secret Life of the American Teenager, and they couldn't believe the content they had without helplines. Yeah, well, and um, Secret Life of the American Teenager was something my sister and I watched as like a goof and wound up getting super invested in and even knowing it was terrible. Shanley Woolley is awesome. But yeah, they always had like the little message, but that's ABC Family and this is Netflix. But I could not believe some. Yeah, it got it got pretty damn dark. Well, I was surprised. Well, I will say after outrage, though, it wasn't like they did it at first. Netflix did start putting like warnings and helplines mm -hmm. and stuff um, after the, the 13 Reasons Why, because that show is I hate that show. I have I, someday it we'll do an me... episode on that. Why that show makes me so flipping furious. But they yeah. did start doing that because people were so outraged. <laughs> so and but... they did have warnings before a certain episode. I won't say, but. Well... That book, that book is so hard to read and so messed up. I couldn't believe that anyone who had read that book and decided to make the show would be like, hey, wouldn't be like, hey, maybe if someone is reading this book or reading the story, they might have some suicide or some ideation issues. Let's maybe really take a lot of care. Yeah, and that, they did scene, not. that scene, I can't as someone it. who has those ideation issues was one of the hardest, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, a movie's going to be on my list and and I'm, I'm begging Erin A not to take it. Even if she does, I don't care because I'm going to talk about it too. <laughs> that handles this in a totally different way. And so when you watch things that don't handle it well, which are 99% of the things, it's so hard when you've dealt with that stuff too. And even if you haven't dealt with that stuff, I think yeah. it's just, it's so harmful. I hate that show so dang much. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, it had it had a lot of potential. It and, did. And it really it got did. screwed. And it was one of those things where, I, and and I've not dealt with ideation in that way personally. Um, I cannot watch 
I've never, like, I watched the first season. Never. I, I was like, why are they even continuing this for one? And I've, I've just never been able to watch it. And I've never been able to watch that scene again. I've never been able to watch that season again. It was too horrible with no, like, and I, as an adult, who's a, I'm able to, like, process my feelings and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I have a teenage daughter. <laughs> it's like, it was like, no. Most that I have of, of numbers are movies, so I probably will not be mentioning, um, well, no, I'll try and get to a lot of these here, but I'll, I'll mention a few of my movies and then um, I'll save some of the other things. And I'm just going to briefly mention this because this will give you a hint and <laughs> spoil what we're going to be talking about later, but um, number 10 for me is... The movie Werewolves Within by Josh Rubin. So please go watch that. It's it's considered a Christmas movie now. So please go watch it. It's amazing. Josh Rubin is incredible. And he's an incredible human being on top of everything. So please go watch it. It is so funny. Sam Richardson is amazing in it. And it's it's just, even if you don't like horror, this is something you can totally handle, Meg. <laughs> really, honestly, you can handle this. Don't you agree, Carla and Aaron? <laughs> It, it was you really good. That's scare me, yeah. so. My yes. mom watched Scare Me, so that should tell you okay. that you can handle and liked it. So and that and not, not to be weird, but like if Carla tells me I can handle it, I, I will believe her because I remember when Squid Games came out, she texted me and she goes, and I was like, I was like, everyone's talking about this show. Maybe I should watch it. She goes, don't watch it. Like, no, not, I know. This is I not have, a Meg show. And I'm like, okay. I have people like that too. That will do Marty, that, Marty's so. the same way. He was that with <laughs> Jessica Jones. He was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I understand. Um, and then number nine is the first entry in my Finn Whitrock stuff. Don't worry, not all of this is going to be Finn Whitrock. It's a movie called The Long Weekend that I do think Meg would like a lot. (laughs) Honestly, you would like this movie a lot. Do you have a top ten for everyone, and then a top ten Whitrock? No, I do not. <laughs> There's a special category. To- just, just. I was going to do it like that, but I decided I wasn't going to do it that way. So, no, also, I me have... saying his name correctly is your Christmas gift. Thank Merry you. Christmas. <laughs> no, I only have, a, I only have three things with him. So don't worry. But it's, it's a, it's a romance. It's a romantic comedy, but it's just, it the chemistry between um Finn Whitrock and I need to look up her name because she's amazing are is so good and there's a twist and I'm not gonna tell you anything about the twist. Jen and I live tweeted this, so don't look at those live tweets until you watch it because they'll those will spoil the um the whole thing. But it's just called Long Weekend, not the Long Weekend, excuse me, sorry. But it's just it's 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 also about mental health as well. But it's also just such a really sweet, beautiful little love story. And it's funny. And the best gifs in the world have come from this movie. I just want to say. <laughs> but it's really well done. And it's on Stars right now. So you can watch it on Stars. You can also rent it, you know, on pay-per-view or what, whatever that's called. Uh, Zoe Chow is the is the other lady, is the is the lead lady, the other lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then but there's like other how she's people. like this is a wonderful Finn Whitrock uh vehicle and also there are other people <laughs> in the movie I hear I like, didn't mean because they're I both hear. great 
They're both great. They're both great. He, he does have an amazing monologue, though, um, towards the end. That's a really beautiful monologue. Damon Waynes Jr. is in it, and he's really funny and really, really good in it as well. So I just, I highly recommend this one. It's not a horror thing. Very, very independent. So, and it is something that I think Meg and Carla could watch easily. And Jen you didn't. Said, you said rom-com and like, I'm, I'm already halfway there. See, it's really, it's really good. It's also got drama to it too. And then number eight is a movie on Hulu called Plan B. Has anyone else seen this movie? Josh Rubin is actually in this movie briefly as an actor too. So just let you know. Also in my list. I have so many things that I haven't watched yet that's in my list. Yeah, my list of things I haven't watched is really annoys me because it's stuff that I probably would be on top of my list for this. And I didn't get a chance to see them like um, Nightmare Alley and um, uh, Licorice Pizza especially. But yeah, it's uh, basically it's about um, two teenagers who are trying to hunt down the morning after pill. Uh, but it's 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 about a lot more than that. It's very raunchy. This is not something you can watch with like your teenagers necessarily. So yeah, yeah. Erin can include this in her Galentine stream. That's that's true. I could include that movie in my Galentine stream. Not this one. Not Plan B. But <laughs> but it's it's really good, and everybody should go watch it. I won't say much about it because I don't want to say too much about it. But go watch that on Hulu. So that's where I'm at 10. Jesse wants to know if anyone here has not seen the movie Donnie Darko. I, of I course, like have only seen it about 60,000 times. So I feel like he's fishing for a replacement for me. Jesse. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, is this, is this your way? Is this your way of telling me to not bother doing my makeup on Wednesday? Because <laughs> I feel like he's fishing for a bingo spot. <laughs> I still have not seen Donnie Darko. Or if I have seen it, I have zero. Like, I don't know what it's about. I know nothing at all about this movie well, if I've ever seen great, it. great, Meg, is that after you've watched it, you can listen to It's a Fandom Thing podcast episode <laughs> on Donnie Darko, which was recorded last Eight year. Eight years ago. This year. This year. Oh, my God, this year. Jeez. In March, it's been forever. It's it also features Josh. One out of the forty-three <laughs> episodes in which I appeared, and this one was along with Josh Rubin and his oh, lovely it's fiance Lawrence. Thanks, yes. and Sasha. And Sasha, yes. <laughs> okay, so now we're moving on to number nine, Carla. Okay, so my number nines, plural. <laughs> Okay, to so the nines. Love, to the nines. You wasted an opportunity. To the nines. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a movie that I that I have only suggested to Meg like thirty thousand times, which is Gunpowder Milkshake, <sighs> which was a lot of fun. It's just it's one of those I love scary Meg's like. Noise. <laughs> I know. It, it doesn't take itself seriously in the least, but it has some amazing action and great performances by Karen Gillum. And Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh is in it, and she's so cool. Carla Gugino, it's it's a great fun movie. You go into it with no expectations, and you will be rewarded with just a lot of fun. And also in kind of the same vein, but much more dumbed down, is Army of the Dead, because Army of the Dead much more dumbed down. <laughs> it is 
a catastrophe of a movie, but it just comes together so beautifully. Not just because of the zombie tiger, which steals the entire flick, but because I, I think just about everybody in that movie it just brings something to it that elevates it from what could have been just slop to just really fun entertainment. It's not something that that you're gonna like, you know, write a thesis on the filmmaking of Army of the Dead, but you will enjoy it. You'll enjoy those two couple of hours. In, you know, what three hours is it? No, that was the, the podcast. That was episode the podcast. That was it. the live stream. It wasn't <laughs> was even a podcast episode. It was just right. a live stream that was over three. It's only a three we hour beat the Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun though. Like that was one of the most fun live streams. Because yes, that was also bananas. Too. We got serious too, though. Yes, we did. We we did have serious <laughs> moments. Now. Was I in that or did I just no, watch you were it? Not. I remember you just watched it. Okay, because I remember talking about <laughs> the tiger a it. lot. Oh, I know I wasn't on it because I've never seen this movie, but I remember talking oh, about okay. the tiger so much. Yes, the tiger was the best because <laughs> yes, it was on the bingo card for a while. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's, I'm so disappointed that the next movie they made in that series was not about the tiger. Like, has anybody even right. seen Mal that? Movie? Yeah. Like Why? The most natural built-in sequel right there. Just give right. us a story of the of the zombie tiger. You've yeah. got us all hooked. That's the story. Why is, it, why is there only, like, one zombie tiger? Why are there not a lot of zombie animals running around? I feel it's like the of- zombies had all they could handle. But but I feel like also if it's transferable from human to animal, animals are very much easier to catch in some ways than human beings. Like why are there not zombie dogs everywhere? Zombie like dogs, tiger ate them. dogs would be so excited to see their owner who's a zombie, and then <laughs> zombie dogs, Bring and then we have dogs. Resident Evil. I'd watch that movie. Their tails are wagging all the time and they're just nomming on brains. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. You know what? I know what what? I'm going to do in 2022. Write write to Zack Snyder. Tell him that you have a fabulous idea for him. Mm -hmm. Just be like, look, but I will charge you for it. Don't listen to iRobots. Zombie dogs are like on the other side of the city. Everybody loves dog movies. No one likes movies where dogs die. And these are undead dogs. <laughs> the tiger has the strip. Zombie Call dogs got Disney. Fremont Street. Call Disney. There you go. Zombie dogs. Zombie dogs. <laughs> they will <laughs> die. A little dark for Disney, but sure. Right? Why <laughs> They bought Fox. But anyway, th- those are my nines. Your nines. Your to nines. the nines. So I don't even know what that's from, Meg. I don't either. So you're like dressing to the nines. It means you're vamp. Oh, I thought it was like something <laughs> along the lines of to the mattresses. So I just- <laughs> wait, this is not the Godfell. <laughs> Clearly. So Aaron A. What are your okay. nines? I totally did this wrong. I ju- I'm realizing now. I have them separated. I have 10 movies and 10 TV shows. So now I'm going to do fine. lots. Yeah, like I said, you can do okay. three max Eight. for each. I made two separate lists and I don't know how to switch between them and decide. Okay. I think I'll go with Midnight Mass on Netflix. That was a really sorry. 
Maybe I'm don't go with that again. one. I don't care. Don't go with that one, Aaron. Eh? Maybe I'm not. I don't care. I don't care. The again. it'll be on yeah. part two anyway on the podcast. It won't matter. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I thought it was really good and very creepy, and it had some good twists and turns. The only thing that upsets me about that is that, like, for no good reason, they killed a dog. So that was. Really, if he were if he were in this Disney Plus uh, remake, <laughs> we'll put him in Meg's movie. It's, it's going to be fine. He's fine. <laughs> all the dead dogs from all the movies. Hooch, Hooch is going to be in there. Yeah, this is a great plan. I'm, I'm Marley, on board with this. Amazing! All oh, the God. dogs. They're I all, They're out of heaven. Yes. <laughs> okay meg <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies when i was little you have no idea how many times i've watched all, all dogs go to heaven <laughs> thousands of times probably um yeah no, i couldn't i didn't watch it, another episode for like two or three weeks after that because like i just couldn't deal with it but then i got back into it and it's really really good so creepy so so creepy may and so i mean it has some of the best oh my god I, just wait i'm going to talk about it later because there's no way i'm not talking about that show because it's it's the second best show that was on tv this past year yeah um yeah it was very <laughs> no one can no one can very good no one can dispute that in my mind spoilers <laughs> for what aaron's number two Whoa. is <laughs> sorry sorry aaron go ahead nice um and then uh i'll go with the fear street trilogy on netflix i really liked i thought that it was good it, for being a movie about teenagers i actually liked it because there's a lot of those that i don't don't really <laughs> like that much for some reason i don't know um teenagers making bad decisions just annoys me most of the time so <laughs> but i thought it was good and i thought it had great like a diverse cast and good representation and all three, I, I liked how one led into the other, and I liked that they released them all at once, which was really helpful. <laughs> but it was it was a good a good series. I don't know if there's plans for any any more of that. It was a series well, of three movies. I think they want to they they want to try to broaden out into the into the R.L. Stein mm -hmm. universe more. Yeah. So I know they they want to do that. But yeah, that that was on my alternates list of movies. Yeah, I think I it was good. Movies, I didn't so. read the books as a kid i read other rl stein stuff but not i don't think i'd even heard of them so i don't know but that was that was really a good one too i'm um, aaron you'd be proud of me there's like a lot of creepy stuff on here and i don't really watch that much horror because <laughs> i'm wearing my horror shirt <laughs> i'm wearing my i'm wearing yes you're wearing it's a fandom thing about horror. <laughs> thank you i'm wearing my new brand new halloween nice michael meyer shirt my sister got me saying killing it killing since it. 1978 not even your husband <laughs> <laughs> and she got me with michael meyer's doll i have so much That's michael adorable. meyer's merchandise it's 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 kind of a problem anyway yeah, that's fantastic <laughs> sorry go ahead Aaron. sorry also i think i really liked superman and Lo lois on cw i know it had been anticipated for a lot and i threw that on my list i don't I'm sure you guys know what that's about. I don't probably don't have to explain it, but I thought it was cute. And I, I thought <laughs> super what now? Who, now who are I'm these people? Annoying. <laughs> these people? I, Aaron, Aaron, I've been annoying for the past 50 minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds. So it's okay. Oh my God. 
yeah so that's um I'll, I'll leave it at that superman lois i think it was good it was uh, started out rough but i think it's the next season is going to be really good so i'm i'm happy about that so meg what are some of your number nines to the nines. To the nines. Okay. I, I like how you say to the nines. Like, it's this weird just me thing. But, like, dressing to the nines means I you're, know, like, fancy. Okay? I know, but I it's just, not I'm just a me thing. It's like a to the nines. Like a, like, like a charm. I, say, like I know. A, like, like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, there's something called to the car. Which is to the which sounds like to the car, and that's like a Gallic battle cry. So, I could understand if I was like to the car. And you'd be like, yeah, to the car. I could get that, but to the nines is like a very common. Yes, thing. but that's the, anyway, Meg. Okay, so, okay. So I'm nines. gonna go by again. This is just stuff I watched this year that I enjoyed. Um, I Jungle Cruise with The Rock and Emily Blunt. I watched that with my kids and my husband. It's one of the few movies I saw in the theater. Was it great? No. Was it a fun movie to see with your family and enjoy looking at uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's muscles and enjoy Emily Blunt being Emily Blunt? Um, then yes, it's absolutely a thing that you should watch and see. And I loved it for that alone. That is also on my list and I think is adorable. And I have to tell you guys a story. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because yep. I... How was, dare you? I've never done not. that to you. I do not have children. Me and my husband sat and watched it ourselves. And I was talking to him. I'm like, hey, we, I got to make this list of the top 10 things. Um, what should I put on it? And he goes, oh, Jungle Cruise was his first thing that he said. It's so cute. Like, it's just like, it's a really fun, like. It was adorable. It's, this is not to put them in the same tier because they're not in the same tier, but it. It reminds me a little bit of the mummy in that, like, it's just a fun kind of adventure fantasy movie. That's just, a, it's a, it's a good time. And I like it. And Mal, I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. So no spoilers guys. I haven't either. So my Is husband anyone... took my, my husband took my kids to see it on opening day. I have not yet. Yeah. I didn't think I wanted to see it till they came back. And then I was like, oh, I want I'm just going to go. And he was like, Never. he's like, not without me or not. I'm like, you've already seen it. And he's like, I don't care. So anyway, I'm sorry. Um, so my other, my other number nine, I'm going to mention is sex education. I feel like it should be higher on the list because season three was really good. And the show is just, it's just a good show. I'm pretty sure Aaron, you watch it also. Aaron, No. Aaron A? No? Well, never mind. I've not seen it yet. It's in my list. I, I How dare you? Okay, We're covering so it next year. It's it's just it's a fun, interesting show about teenagers kind of dealing with sexuality and it's really outlandish. They do a like a musical where they're retelling, I wanna say Romeo and Juliet, but they everything is penises and vaginas, and it's just it's ridiculous and wonderful and Jillian Anderson is it is in it and that makes it like you didn't absolute... know that Carla no yeah. I had no idea I Carla's had... in Carla I have told you to watch the show you didn't tell me Jillian was in it uh yeah she's like an amazing like sex therapist Ugh. whose son is going to this school and he like decides he's gonna become a sex therapist with his with his classmates 
and and obviously no one gives better sex advice than a 14 year old boy who's never had sex naturally naturally it's it's it sets up for great shenanigans and nonsense and actually some really interesting social commentary but it's it's a just it's a fun show it's really good really really good also i have not seen wandavision either Mal, i'm so sorry i'm not a big marvel fan i feel so bad but uh, here we go yeah, my other number my last number nine i'll talk about is uh shang chi which is a marvel movie nice yeah yeah and i mean i don't have a lot to say about it it was good i liked it there was some really cool dragons <laughs> fighting shit and i loved it <laughs> Like I said, I just wrote down things I saw this year, you guys. It's fine. No one is judging. <laughs> well, I'm judging. That was, that no. was on my list also. No, Carla's, was... Carla's judging me a little bit. I can see it in her face. It's only because I always judge you and yeah. everyone else. You're not special. Yeah. Look, and Mal Except hasn't even... Mal, has, Mal <laughs> hasn't even seen this movie, and I'm not listening to Carla oh, anymore. It's so, it, that's my, that was my number two on my list. That's I was waiting for that one. I'm going to let you talk about it a little more because if it's number two on your list, then I feel like you have a lot more to say about it than me, which mostly what I have to say is that it was, it was really good. It was really interesting and really fun. I was really, really excited to see some great Asian American or Asian representation in it. Also, everyone kept telling me I had to watch Dr. Strange before I watched it, but I don't feel like I really missed that much. I understand the whole glow, the whole portal thingy, with Doctor Strange, and I feel like that's all I really need to know about that man. Yeah, it's right? fine. It's yeah, Doctor Strange is not looks like my he's favorite. Just, like, directing person. traffic in a very confusing way. Just, <laughs> I just want you, you turn I, this way, sir. Sir, wait. You you wait, and, just, and now now you turn the whole wheel, the whole wheel, sir. Make a Yui, make a Yui. Yeah, I I feel like it's very much just like I want to hear Morgan Freeman telling me about this wormhole that Doctor Strange is making. And I don't really care about seeing um, <laughs> Benjamin Cumbersnatch create no. them. Yeah. And that's yeah, no. it for my to the nines, I guess. Did I do two or did I do three? You did three. Perfect. <laughs> Trust me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's I'm like, just you're kidding. the reason I got alcohol. <laughs> like, true, I wasn't literally, I was because I she was. To go I get wasn't alcohol. drinking. And then I would <laughs> be peer time. pressured, Aaron, into yes, getting alcohol. It's true. Aaron had the FOMO. <laughs> And had to run out of the alcohol. Go to Carla. Carla got port though, which can I have port. Man, classy. I have <laughs> box wine. Hey, I, I'm I have truly mango, and then I've got a truly strawberry. Nice. Okay, listen, I knew you were going to gag at that, but I don't care. My husband brought me like the tiniest amount of port, <laughs> and then I was like, I need you to double that. And he's I like, but it's port. but it's a sipping wine and you're supposed to just enjoy and i was I are you like do you know that. what we're doing right now right it was like and we're, oh, not, we're only on number nine i i mean I I, okay, I, so I, I speed up two now. numbers I, with one glass this is not good this is the mistake aaron is like you can have three for each number this I know. is a mistake i don't know that was what a i was error, aaron i know i know I, but i, I drink go so much more nine. during podcasts than i do any other time <laughs> because i'm talking so much and i get thirsty and everything hey bring water never so I'm going to do, for number nines, I'm going to do one of my TVs and a couple nines. of music. and Because I've got a bunch of movies, but I'm going to save those more for that. So for music, 
this was a great year for discovering music through shows. Sorry, that was really cheesy. But Yellow Jackets, which will come up later. If someone steals that from me, I don't care. I'm going to mention it again. Uh, yellow Jackets. What is Yellow Jackets? The, it's it's oh, amazing. So You'll hear good. more about it later. <laughs> it's on Showtime, and it is amazing. If you want to watch a show with some very complex, well-written women, damn it, go watch that show. <laughs> Seriously. It's, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't think you could handle it, Meg, though, but everyone else, go watch it. It's, 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 it's like, um, is, is there a lot of weird murdery stuff? There's a lot of weird crap in it. I'm not going to say more until I get to the big thing about it, but it's like, it, I'll tell you later when we get to that. <laughs> Thank you, Mal. Mal is watching it. Yes, it's amazing. It is It is the cannibal show I talked to you about, Meg. Yes, so it's it's so good. Nailed though. it. And Melanie Linsky is so is amazing. Like Everybody is cannibals? amazing. Juliet Lewis, is, it, it's just, um, and um, oh my gosh, why is her name all of a sudden escaping me? She's, who plays Misty? She is so Christina creepy. Ricci. She is so creepy. Anyway, okay. And a lot of them are creepy. But anyway, well, I'll talk about that more later because everybody in the world needs to be watching this show, especially if you want to watch a show about well-written women who are complex and don't just fit stereotypes. Please, please watch that show. Okay. Anyway, it's been renewed for a second season, so I guess I don't have to beg too hard. But <laughs> I'm still going to keep begging because it's amazing. Okay. So that's a show that takes place in the 90s and then also present day. And so it's got a lot of great 90s, early 90s music. So if you were a teenager, preteen in the 90s, you will love that music. So follow that along on, um, you know, what's that called? Spotify. And then also Dexter, uh, including Logan's breakup playlist. I'll highlight that one first. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> So <laughs> it's definitely cheesy like, in the most beautiful it's way. So cheesy. It's so he, he's cheesy. Like, you, you come to discover that he's a dramatic and just oh god, what what did I call him? Uh, the I saddest of sad boys, because I have it as a clip. He is <laughs> the saddest, he is the saddest of, sad of sad boys. He is. Oh my god. Logan. Oh. Oh man, just wait till you see. Oh my gosh, just wait till you see this week's episode, Carla. I watched it this morning and it's oh holy moly. Anyway, I'm gonna mention those two for music. And then for TV, <laughs> here's my second Finn Wittrock thing. I told you there's only gonna be a few, so you're not gonna hear the third one for a long time because this pod this episode is gonna be going on forever. It is the first half of American Horror Story double feature Red Tide. And not because it's an amazing show, because it really well, in hindsight, once you watched the second half, Death Valley, it's like brilliant. But I mention this because this, of course, kicked off my Finn Wittrock thing that was never going away. I'd already liked him, but this kicked it off my thing. We can thank this show for that. But I also just, I, I mean, it has the most amazing hair you will ever see on television, but also great performances. The karaoke scenes with with Evan Peters and Francis Conroy are so amazing. Those two are incredible. Right, Aaron? Don't you agree with that, Aaron? It's so good. It, yes. They're, they're so amazing. Oh, the carry. But go watch our live streams for more info <laughs> on that one. Well, actually, we did one special one on Red Tide because and go look at our, some of our live tweets. But that was a fun. It was also the introduction of doing those live tweets every Thursday and then doing live streams. So that's why it also gets a special shout out as well. 
So yeah, and that's part of the reason I'm never leaving the Ryan Murphy black hole. <laughs> it's become my life. It's part of my life. Forever. I can't, I can't wait to, to talk to you spare. about the lightest part of your Ryan Murphy hole. <laughs> <laughs> the great, the great oh spot, the great oh spot of your Ryan Murphy hole. Oh the, great, the great spot. So your yeah, because next Murphy year, hole. In case you don't know, we're going to do, because I had people vote on the other two, because I had already decided we we're doing 911 because Carla and Meg have bullied me into doing that. No, we gently suggested episodes. you. Not gently. Um, <laughs> Very gently. We're gentle. So anyway, so we're doing 911. And then uh, I'd already decided we we're doing Ratchet as well. That's what we're going to close out with. But the ones that were voted on were uh, the Normal Heart. And then also Hollywood. So Hollywood is going to be a very interesting discussion. I have lots of stuff to say about that. Uh, <laughs> be fun. But you're going to be so excited because uh, The Normal Heart features Matt Bomer and Finn Whitrock. And then Ratchet, of course, has Finn Whitrock in it. Oh God, and and Hollywood has Darren Chris in this weird tidal wave of Aaron yes. juices. <laughs> what? <laughs> but Matt Homer oh. and Finn Whitrock. Oh. <laughs> Together. That was such a part of the raising bell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so now we're gonna move on anyway. to number eight. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> we're only at number eight, Aaron. Yes. How did you let your out? Because of- <laughs> I'm an Who idiot. Who did this? Who <laughs> allowed this? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, so Carla, number eight. Okay, so for number eight, first, um, We Are Lady Parts. That's a show that I, I watched one episode and I was sold on it immediately. It's, it's a fantastic, fantastic show um, on Peacock. And it's, um, it's four women who are in a punk band. One of them is reluctantly in the punk band and she's, she has like major stage fright, like just awful, awful stage fright. And then she starts to come out of her shell. And, and there's also like a romance brewing in the wings. Actually, there are several romances brewing in the wings. It's, it's spectacular. And it's, it's, I, I can't recommend it enough. Like if, if you want just something fun to watch that you will just come away with like a huge smile, I definitely recommend that show. Um, and I'm just, I'm just like sad that I can't re-experience it for the first time because it, it's just, it, it's a delight. It is a freaking delight. And I'm also going to talk about, and this is a show that actually came out a while ago. It's it's a, the UK show. I haven't watched the US version. I also probably don't plan to, but it's called Ghosts. And it's a, a couple that uh, inherits a, this 
huge old castle type place in in England and they move in and they're like oh you know like we can turn this into a, a bed and breakfast and and all of that and then um the the wife has a near-death experience and suddenly she can see the ghosts that are all residing in the in the castle it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen and I, I just I keep trying to make people watch it <clears throat> Meg because it is just I I can't I like that you, you went to pee. I like that you went. I went to pee, and you're talking about this whole thing. And you're like, I begged Meg to watch it. I have no idea what you're even talking about. Ghosts. You've never told me to watch this. <gasps> I have. Never. Oh my god. <laughs> Separate the boobs. <laughs> Not possible. But no, I I couldn't recommend it more. It's it's just just watch just if you want something that will just make you laugh until you can't laugh anymore we are lady parts and ghosts are just mm, slam dunks okay so aaron you're number eight okay so i'll just go right now with all of marvel on disney plus we'll just cover that i think everything was excellent wandavision the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think Loki was definitely my favorite, though. It's just, it's so, so good. I don't think I need to explain any of those to anybody. Black Widow movie was, I don't know, a little meh to me. I think it was fine, but Loki definitely was, I think, the star out of all of those. And I cannot wait for it to come back on. I made the dog a Loki costume for Halloween, and he was adorable. And yeah, I think that just Marvel is nailing it on Disney Plus right now. I think it was great. Another one that I really enjoyed uh, was Sweet Tooth on Netflix. I think it was really, it was cute, but it was also a really good, interesting story. And I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but it's it's really good. Um, basically, all the babies in the world start being born as like hybrids and there's this little this little boy who's like a deer hybrid and he's so so cute and he's trying to find his mom and this grumpy guy agrees to help him but is it was really good um i hope it comes back soon i haven't actually looked to see when season two is coming out but i can't imagine it wouldn't i think it was pretty well received but it was very very good that was another one that my husband and i enjoyed together um watching so i highly recommend that one Awesome. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I'll stop right now. <laughs> okay, Meg. I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm starting to catch up. <laughs> Your eights? My eights. Okay. Seven, eight, well. nine. <laughs> ah! I know. <laughs> That's not the joke, Aaron. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just going um, Okay, so I'm going to put it in here. I would put it higher just because I know no one else is going to talk about it because no one else cares. But it's also not important to me. Um, I'm putting here uh, The Hating Game. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a movie where I cannot decide how I feel about this movie. <laughs> I just love that this made your list. It did make my list. Because any movie that in 16 days I have watched at least seven times, I feel like <laughs> deserves a, a part on the list. Because I have consumed very little media. 
this past year, but I've watched this movie so many times because I cannot decide if I really like it or if I kind of hate it. Like, I have not been able to make a decision. And I feel like it, it sounds deserves like both. It's a little bit of both, but I feel like it deserves a spot because I've watched this movie more than I've watched literally anything else this entire year trying to decide how I feel about this movie. This is a very confusing recommendation. I know. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is just the best of. It's not like a recommendation. Like, thing. if it's the best, you want people to watch it, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it on my list. I need to know what this is about now. It's on Prime. Uh, I think right now you still have to buy it. I bought it. Like, I bought this movie. Oh, wow. Because it's based on a book that I really, really like and have and read a few years ago. And obviously, it's, in, it's an enemies to lover rom-com trope situation. And I've watched it many times. And I feel like I have to say, to, I have to love it because I've watched it so many times. Like, I'm not even saying it's good. But that's my decision for a number eight. I didn't want to put it any higher, you guys, because I'm not trying to be like, this is the best movie ever made. I feel like in five years, you're going to come back and say, I didn't want to admit it at the time, but it's actually my favorite movie of the, in the world. I mean, <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe, maybe. By then, you'll have made me read the book and watch the movie at least three times. Do I like four episodes on it. Ready? I've already sent you the link to the book. You can rent it now for six ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah, you way. can rent like, it for six ninety nine, or it. you can buy it for nine ninety nine. <laughs> That's why I bought it. So you can watch it. Over <laughs> no, and now it's saying buy movie twelve ninety nine. No, oh, I'm not buying deal. it. Go away, Amazon. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, so my other number eight after the hating game. I'm going to say Big Mouth. Season five of Big Mouth. It's one of the very few cartoons I watch. It's a cartoon for adults on Netflix. I don't know. This year didn't feel quite as magical is not the word because it's not a magical show. It's a horribly obscene show. But it felt like there's a little something missing this year. Uh, from Big Mouth, but I still liked it. I thought it was still funny. Their Christmas special was horrifying um, in the best way, especially when you watched it in November. <laughs> but it's it continues to be a really fun show that always surprises me. And I'm going to throw a podcast out there. Whoa! Sorry, I don't know why I reacted that way. Whoa! I didn't even have podcasts on here. That's not. That's a fandom thing, or Bed Would Be Had, or any podcast that's associated with this. Then why are you even recommending it? You know what? Never mind. I'm gonna change it. The sudden but inevitable. The particularly the sudden but inevitable Donnie Darko episode that's gonna be airing. Choice flipping us off right now, by the no, way. <laughs> Wait a minute, that should be my number one. Yes, no. <laughs> sorry, my number, my number eight. One. My number eight. Um, honestly, yeah. I've talked about it before. Bridgewater is just a really fun, interesting podcast. I know people are like me because I'm a fan of Misha Collins, but even if you were not a fan of Misha Collins, it's a really fun, interesting serial podcast. If you like the idea of 
And obviously, because it's all released now, you don't have to listen to it as a week by week. But if you like the idea of like older radio shows that give you weekly episodes and continue a storyline, it's a really interesting kind of a serial episode that that talks about supernatural beings in the East Coast, coastal area. And it's fun. And I like it a lot. And no, it hasn't actually has nothing to do with the fact that Mish Collins is on it, which no one fucking believes, but it's true. Do we believe her? No, of course not. no one believes it. I, but I would enjoy it if he was not even the actor on it. It was, it was really good. I thought it was really fun and kind of spooky. Awesome. We're getting there, everybody. <laughs> We're moving on, man. Okay, my number eight. Okay, well, I'll mention one of my books because I just have two books on here because because of the podcast, I've been able to read more this year because I've had people on, so I've been forced to read, but it's been fine. <laughs> so I recommend the book Unhollowed Horseman by Jude Welko. It's a different take on uh, the Sleepy Hollow, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow story. It's really good. Please pay attention to the trigger warnings that he has, the content warnings that he has at the beginning of the book. Go listen to our interview with him. He's a really, really sweet, nice guy. And, um, you know, we did discuss that about whether or not for horror, you should have content warnings. And I do want to say the content warnings that were on this one which are which do deal with the language, but also with sexual assault, were very welcome to have there because then I was prepared. And I think the way he handled that in the book was really well done, I want to say. <laughs> uh, so we discussed that a lot in the interview as well. So I recommend that. You can purchase, I think you can purchase it basically anywhere. Go on Amazon, go anywhere and you can get that book. It's really good if you like that story especially. I recommend it and also listen to our interview, but listen to, we don't really spoil much, but listen to the interview afterwards is what I would say. And then for TV, I'm going to uh, recommend, I have a couple of like docu-series on here. And the first one I'm going to recommend is the Lularoo documentary on Amazon Prime because yeah, I've had so many friends fall down those multi-level marketing things. I've known people that have sold Lularoo products. Yes. And multi-level marketing pyramid schemes are awful and horrible. That's um, the real, like real horror story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the horror story is I have to buy all this crap from my friends because I feel bad. That's I don't the horror buy story. I, I only buy Do you know how many stupid leggings I have and how many Jamberry nail stickers I have? And really? sorry, don't get me started. Oh, I no. literally, what I, about, I will, buy, I will buy Pampered yeah. Chef and that's it because yeah, I've, I've bought their stuff Chef is before. legit better yeah yeah no i agree with that pampered chef is a little bit but yeah i mean i've had so many friends that have fallen down this hole and tried to get me to fall down this hole with them and it's sad to me and it's sad what this company did to people and it's sad what happened to a lot of people because of this company so i recommend that that's on amazon prime um and then the next movie i will recommend will be halloween kills um, I stood up to show my shirt. Uh, everybody knows I love Halloween. I love Michael Myers. I know a lot of people did not like this movie as much because they said it was very brutal. There was no protagonist. That's because this movie is from the point of view of Michael Myers. This is Michael Myers movie. This is all about Michael Myers. 
And if you go into it thinking that, I think you might enjoy it a little bit more if you are a fan of this franchise. If you don't like slashers, you don't like gore, you don't like guts, do not see this movie. This is very, very brutal. Probably the most brutal Halloween movie I have ever seen, I would say, at least with some of the kills. I mean, some of the kills are amazing. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds weird to say amazing, but honestly, uh, probably the most disturbing part of this whole movie has nothing to do with Michael Myers. There's a scene in this movie, and if you go listen to our Halloween episode, and if you've seen the movie, I'm not going to spoil it right here because it's a big spoiler. I was legit on the verge of tears. So it's a very, very painful scene to watch, very true to life and the way we treat people, especially people with mental illness. So please know that, that there is a scene that honestly could be triggering in that, that realm. But if you want to watch it, it still should be on Peacock. So you can watch it on Peacock as well. I've watched it a couple times and go listen to our Halloween episode. And I will always, always Halloween will be my absolute favorite. I collect so much Michael Myers stuff. You'd think I was a fan. So. <laughs> Not you. You. <laughs> I also have a, I got a cutting board from somebody too. From a secret Santa. I got me a Michael Myers cutting board. It's amazing. Anyway. Okay. So we're moving along. We are getting there. Look at that. Someday. Someday. We'll be It'll be 2022 before we finish this episode. <laughs> so we're on number seven. <laughs> so Carla, what are some of your number seven? Seven. Okay, to seven, the surprise of seven. <laughs> seven, sorry. <laughs> Carla gets it. <laughs> oh, classic. Classic. Um Okay, so to the surprise of absolutely nobody, nobody, it's going to be single all the way is in my top 10. Because it's just, it's such a sweet, beautiful movie. It's um, boys falling in love with boys. Okay. And nobody is batting an eye or making like extraneous commentary. One thing that, that people have been um, commenting a lot about recent shows and movies is the, the hand-fisted way the ham-fisted way in which they're trying to like include quote unquote woke language into their scripts. And it just sounds so fake and it sounds so, so, so patronizing and it's like pandering and just really poor writing. And this movie just manages to, um, to just really let people be, and like that's that's your entire lesson right there. There's there's nothing like beating you over the head. It's just look at these guys falling in love and just living their lives. And isn't this fantastic? And yes, it is. It is fantastic. It also has Jennifer Coolidge in it, which always makes me happy. <laughs> so there is that. I, I I have to put in here Dexter New Blood because I was very surprised at how much I liked it. After having watched, you know, I, I binged the show long after it ended. And I, I, I just, I really, I was so let down by season eight that I was sure that this new series was just going to be a catastrophe. I was like, ah, it's not going to be good. How can it be good? It is so good though. It is, it is so, so good. It's been good. <laughs> Yes, it's and it gets so better good. and better and better. Yes, 
And it's like, how? And I find myself, you know, staying up to all crazy hours to to live tweet and, and live stream um, because I just want to talk about it so much. And boy, do I talk about it a lot on the live streams and in the episode that, that we did about the first five, epi- uh, five episodes of the show. Oh, it's, it is like a gift to all Dexter fans. It's, it's, it's so good. Uh, yep. That'll come up again. Spoiler. I don't care that it's being taken. I have to mention it again because it's me and I have to geek out about Michael C. Hall again. So, yeah. Um, so Aaron, your number sevens. I'll go with a show that was on Hulu called Cruel Summer. And it was really interesting and it kind of like flashback between different time periods of I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, you know, the whole world hates this one girl for doing a horrible, horrible thing and it kind of becomes um, describes the rest of the story, I guess. I don't want to give anything away, but it was really interesting. It was like kind of a drama thriller thing. It, it it was really good. I don't know. I feel like maybe it was based on a book or something. I'm not even sure. Uh, but it was good. It's on Hulu. It, it had a lot of, again, like vintage 90s references to it and music. And that was also very enjoyable. And then I'll go with um, a show on Netflix called Clickbait. And that was another one that had kind of a lot of interesting twist those two kind of remind me of each other of what you think is happening is not really what happened and it was just really weird show and it got weirder and then everything made sense all of a sudden um but basically uh, you know this this guy seems like he did something horrible um and it explains what happened it was yeah it was really weird to watch and i don't know I don't know how they can make another season of it. I don't know if it was like a limited series or what, but it it was really good. I didn't think I was going to like it. I, it. Netflix just kept recommending it to me and I'm like, fine, Netflix, I'll watch a stupid show. Um, but actually I got really into it and I did watch it uh, very quickly over like the period of a week. I watched the whole series. So it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Netflix keeps recommending it to me too. <laughs> just haven't watched it yet i keep avoiding it but it's the same that's that's how i watched supernatural was netflix kept recommending it. i'm like i don't want to watch this stupid show and then finally i gave in and it's, that was you a can't, mistake i made it, <laughs> you can't argue with the algorithms i'm like yes, for I the know. longest for the longest longest time um like you know me better than is, I know myself. Right. Yes. For the longest time, it was <laughs> true, recommending though. me to watch Arrow, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this stupid show. I'm not going to do it. And then I watch it, and now I'm just like obsessed with it. I just, like, <laughs> I don't know why I even try to argue with the recommendations anymore. Netflix knows me. Yeah, I know they know too well. It's kind of scary. They see you when you're sleeping. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> they know when. Wait. Yeah, sing too much. Santa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It brings you gifts. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes you don't want the gifts. Sometimes it's like, oh, <laughs> sometimes it's a good gifts. So, yeah. So, was that it for your number sevens? Okay. So, Matthew, Are you done, Erin? No. No. I <laughs> done. Okay, so my number seven. I'm going to say that to all you boys that love the four final movie in the trilogy. Is it realistic? No. Do I care? Also, no. I do not give a shit. 
these were three very cute movies who that had a adorable beginning, middle, and end. They left it open for to all the men I loved before. <laughs> when she's a forty-year-old divorcee <laughs> drinking Chardonnay, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, doing a podcast, a dating advice podcast, obviously. Or true crime. Relationship advice or true crime. <laughs> or both. Both. <laughs> Romance, one, true crime. Six and one half dozen of the other. Um, no, it was it was a really nice way to close out um that trilogy of movies. It was like I love Largine. I love Kamin- Peter Kaminsky. Kaminsky. Jesus Christ. I can talk. Another one that I feel like should probably be higher on the list, but I don't care. Uh, Shadow and Bone was a fun show. Uh, apparently it came out this year. It feels like it came out 17 years ago because this has literally been the longest year of my life. Yes. Oh my God. It's been the longest yet shortest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so been weird. simultaneously like, oh my God, it's already December. And also, oh my God, it's December. Fine. It's It's been a... It's been hell. This is the seventh circle. I feel like we're in right now. <laughs> but Shadow and Bone came out this year. And I don't know if you've read Six of Crows and The King or the Grisha series. Uh, like, I'm going to throw my recommendations around all of them, the books and the show. The show has done a really good job of kind of tying these two book series together that don't necessarily like mesh in the book universe, but they do a really, really good job making work in the show. So I really, really like it. Um, I'm super excited for season two and I'm going to make, I, I made my dad watch them and he likes them too. So there you go. Boomer men. Which I feel like is your key demographic. Yes, that is my key demographic. <laughs> is Boomer Men. Boomer Men. <laughs> and then, like, I'm literally just like, here are the shows that I've watched. I'm going to cross them off as I talk about them. Um, and the other one I'm going to talk about is, oh God, I don't even know the whole title of, the title of it. I wrote down Raya. It's a Disney movie with the dragon, Raya, and something. Let me look it up real quick. Okay. Yeah. It was a really, it was another really fun show that I watched with my kids. I watched like two movies in the theater with my children this year because Mm -hmm. there's a whole panini going on. (laughs) And, but it was Raya and the Raya or Raya and the Last Dragon. I don't know. I can't say it. But it, it was a, fun animated Disney movie. I always like to see a female heroine who's not driven by romance, who's driven to just, you know, save the world for the world's sake and not to try and get the boy. Yeah. And that's kind of like, that's all I got right now. Sorry. I'm going to wait till we get closer and everyone, I'm going to wait till we get closer and people take the things that I'm really excited to talk about and complain when they say it. Okay, so for my number sevens, I am going to do music and a couple of TV. So for music, once again, like I said, it was great for shows. So I 
will say, going with that Ryan Murphy American Horror Story theme, American Horror Story, for all its many, many faults, its music is amazing. Amazing, amazing. And I think the best music the show ever had was in season five, Hotel. And I know that's not for 2021, but that's when I started listening to it on Spotify. So I'm counting it. But I mean, come on, you have Sisters of Mercy, you have Depeche Mode, you have Bauhaus, you have all goth stuff, and it's just incredible and amazing. So I love listening to that playlist on Spotify. It's amazing and lovely and incredible. And it's got uh, the Peter Murphy song, um, Cuts You Up, which is one of my favorite songs, and it made it into my top five, I think, for my Spotify wrapped, I want to say, and a couple of others from that thing made it into my Spotify. Actually, my number one song was from there, but it's Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. So that was my number one song from my Spotify wrapped. Makes sense. That's me. And then I'm going to talk about two TV things. Uh, This one, uh, I mentioned it on our Hallmark episode. (laughs) It's decidedly not Hallmark, but Finding Magic Mike on HBO Max. So this is finding someone to join Magic Mike. If you don't know, Channing Tatum started a live show after the movies in Las Vegas. He's not in it, but he has, who they're incredible. They show some of their routines on this show. And these dancers are amazing. And so now it's on, I know Aaron saw uh, something here in Denver, but it is on my list. That's what I'm planning on. Hopefully if we can with the pandemic, I am planning on going to Las Vegas in November to see Magic Mike live. It's on my list. I want <laughs> That's amazing. So finding Magic Mike is basically finding someone to join. But it's all these men. um, Some of them are egotistical jerks, but a lot of them aren't. And a lot of them are. What's really interesting about it is these men are trying to find joy in their body and their appearance and feeling comfortable in their sexuality. And I mean, you know, some men are straight, some are bi, some are gay. So, I mean, just finding joy in capturing their their sexuality and being okay with that and being okay with being sensual and presenting themselves like that and it's and so it's really interesting to see that with men and not to be watching women like that and to also see a show where it's not so much the male gaze and it's the female gaze so it's fun I recommend it it's on HBO Max so Aaron I want to know really quickly before I move on to my last one number seven what was that like when you saw Magic Mike here in Denver okay I uh, I don't want you to get your hopes up. <laughs> Temper your expectations. Okay, it was really weird. It was. Um, well, I want to do the VIP experience. That might be better. Okay, so and then you I, to go and meet the people. I want to do that. Yeah, that might be a little better. So we were. It was at the Paramount. Erin, you're mm-hmm. probably the only one that understands what that yes. means. But we <laughs> were literally in like the next to last row. We were like oh, the nosebleeds. I didn't have to pay for it. Somebody had an extra ticket, so I went with these girls. But there is a lot of screaming and a lot of, I get the sense of a lot of like stay-at-home moms that don't get out a lot. Seemed kind of <laughs> like the vibe that was going on there, <laughs> which is not my crowd like at all. <laughs> so um, there was a lot of like 40-something-year-old ladies that thought that they were being wild. And it was just a very weird experience. And we were also very, very far from the stage. So they were like this. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Probably makes this is like the whole, the volume of like middle-aged women screaming was 
a little shocking. It was like whenever I took my niece to see One Direction, there was all these 12 year old <laughs> girls screaming. It's very much like that. Only middle aged women. It's like so. that, but with smoke rooks coughs. Right. <laughs> a bunch of really drunk ladies that don't get out much. You can tell. Like they got to take a kid to soccer in the morning, but they don't care. Yeah. It was, it was super weird. And the funniest thing that happened that whole night is my husband came to pick us up from it and as like i'm walking to the car this other group of girls goes and starts getting into the car because they thought he was their uber <laughs> and i was like no no that's my husband like they're like oh my god because everyone was that's so hilarious. drunk that's, <laughs> that's so basically it was the crowd that went to go see magic mike yeah. in the theaters and they went to go see because i don't know if anyone I saw either either one of the magic mike movies in the theater mm -hmm. But it was like that. It was like going it to a strip was... club because women came yes. dressed up. Women were hooting, were yelling <laughs> and screaming like the first time you saw an ass. And I, and I, and I, I remember. It also tells you how starved we are for watching content that is not from the male gaze. I want to say that too. But there, but I remember watching it in the theater, the first one, and a man came in, and he was the only man I think in the in the theater, and all the women turned to this man and went, Whoa! "Oh no." <laughs> I feel like that movie is still. I feel like the movie is still kind of from the male gaze, though, because I I don't know. I never saw it in the theaters. I didn't see the cucumbers on the seeds. Or oh, oh no, that was, well, the first one. That was Fifty kind Shades, of apparently. No, the first oh, no. one is actually kind of boring of Magic Mike, I, I will say. I don't. Mm. But then with the second one, the second one is so much fun. The second one, basically mm -hmm. what they did is they said, we know we've got to go for the cheese. So we're just going to dive headfirst. <laughs> all in. And really and we're gonna all in. I mean, the whole scene at the convenience store was. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that was amazing. One of the best things I've ever. Scene. Like Sasha said on our, go listen to our women in eroticism episode. Sasha and I talked about that. And Sasha said every single, and I agree. Every single gas station and convenience store should have this when you're a woman. You show up. <laughs> so, this is a service. Like this is yes, a built-in service. Yes. So I, I think the second one for sure, Meg, is not so much from the male gaze because it's very much played up on the fact of mm -hmm. what women really wanted to see in these movies. All the and things. it's so, oh, it's so cheesy. And oh, Matt Bomer and this. It's oh, my so God. The Matt Bomer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. That's one of my guys. I, oh, I love that. Where's one. Horny Host on the bingo card? It should be on there. We discussed <laughs> that on our last Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on there eventually because yeah. I can't wait till we talk about White Collar. Oh, I love that show. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, but my last one, of number seven, and then we'll finally get to number six, which is the last one that'll be on the first part of our actual podcast episode. Oh, it um, might keep it under two hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, <laughs> yes. Um, we'll is, see. Is, uh, the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix is very interesting and very good. And yeah, I if you're a fan of true crime, if you are in, if you are a serial, I, I don't mean a serial killer fan, but if you are, <laughs> if you watch the- If you're a serial killer <laughs> or enjoy seeing their work. Yeah. If you're looking for inspiration. No, no, that's not at all. But it's just fascinating how they caught how they caught him, and also watching the scene of if you don't know, mm -hmm. it was the neighborhood when he he wanted to be arrested and wanted the police to take him away because all the people in the neighborhood awesome. were going to be killing him, and it was an amazing scene because yeah, it's I mean it's really a great documentary. I highly recommend that if you're into true crime. 
Okay. What was that no. documentary? It's the Night Stalker document. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> She's very interested. Didn't you? Did you watch it? You didn't watch this one? I thought you watched this one, Meg. No, I have. I've just. Oh, okay. Hilarious. Oh, okay. You're just being I'm... funny. So, Carla, what are your sixes, sixes, sixes? I don't know what to say for six, but. Hot six, okay. obviously. What's oh, your hot, hot six? <laughs> well, my hot six is a threesome of documentaries. Ew. Oh, dang. <laughs> I was hoping it would be, but. <laughs> the sexiest documentaries you've ever seen. Yes. They're all about nature. I am bringing the They're steam. all about nature. <laughs> Yes, uh, all about nature. My nature documentaries is what it's all about. Um, okay, so. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I love how Aaron A is just sitting here, like, can we move the fuck on? My beer frame is. I don't organize my list. My dog is starting to miss me. <laughs> I have to be quiet okay, so, so he doesn't realize okay. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first one that I'll mention is The Orange Years, which was actually released in 2020, but I watched it this year, so I'm counting it. It's about Nickelodeon and like the, their peak era with you can't do that on television and all of the sliming and uh, Double Dare. And uh, and especially for me, Clarissa Explains It All, which is one of my favorite shows of yes. all time. Oh my God, I love that so yeah. much. So th they talk about, you know, the... The, the history of the channel, how it came about, how all of these great ideas were developed. And it, it just, it, it's just like a huge dose of nostalgia and just so much happiness for me personally, because all of the stuff is stuff that I, that I watched just so excitedly. And I was so happy to see that, you know, they were paying tribute to, to that era. And when you, when you're watching the documentary, they also, it also feels so soothing and reassuring because the people behind the scenes really cared about kids and about what kids liked. And um, they went to the kids for inspiration and for feedback. So that's what made it so great. It wasn't so, so much about, um, I mean, of course, anything, anytime that, that you're doing a show, it, it has to be about numbers, but it's also about what do kids want? What are they interested in? What can pull them in? And I, I just, it gave me like a whole other level of appreciation for that era of TV for me. Um, I also watched Kid 90, which I, I found the documentary, I'll, I'll be honest, like I found it like a little bit self-indulgent, but it, it also really, it, it highlighted so many people that, you know, that you grew up watching in the, the 80s and, and 90s. And it was just a very it was unexpected because I didn't expect it to go to the places that that it did because there were so many mentions of of the hard times that that these actors had I mean these were these were all kid kid actors growing up in the spotlight but at the same time at in this um this era where everything wasn't being documented 24 7 so they still got a chance to be kids and do things that were just goofy and you know dangerous and you know risque and uh not and, and problematic but without having people call them out 
so harshly as they do to um, to celebrities now. Because I feel like you know you. It's not about letting people get away with stuff when they're kids. It's more about guiding them towards becoming better young adults. And celebrity kids these days don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, it's also you know um, seeing so many people who died by suicide. It, it was just like like a gut punch because I, I know for me especially Jonathan Brandis. That that one for me at the time just really hit hard. Like I still have, you know, so many feelings around that. I wasn't even like so many people had like huge crushes on him. And I just thought that he was lovely. And I it, it just broke my heart. But um it, it was nice to see those clips of of them just being, you know, just being kids. And then the third one that I'll mention uh is the WeWork documentary. Um yes. which I <laughs> which I liked a lot mostly because I really enjoy seeing rich douchebags fall hard. Me too, man. <laughs> that is amazing. That's my jam. <laughs> and it, it, it just oh, oh candies and blessings for me. Um <laughs> yeah, that's all I need to say about it. Just go watch it if you if you just want a heartwarming story of <laughs> of just feeling good about somebody not feeling good. Yes. And I loved the woman who said, um, uh, I don't remember. I think she, she, I don't know if she worked in the marketing department or something, but, and I can't remember her name because I can't remember any, any of the names of the people on the documentary. And she was invited to go on that cruise. And she's like, a cruise with all these white people. And she's a, a black woman. Yeah. She's like, um, hard pass or something. <laughs> she delivered like that was that clip was everywhere on twitter yes like, <laughs> that just reminds me of okay so, so that, that that whole documentary is ago, amazing a few years ago i had my 20th reunion with my high school and then afterwards people were like okay so you know let's start planning for the next one okay does you know does anybody want to do this and that and they were mentioning like all these ridiculous things i'm like i'm not paying money to travel abroad with you people but I somebody mentioned feel really called out <laughs> <laughs> no, i am somebody... on my high school's 23 union committee right now and we're just like mm, do we want to give these people pasta like a full meal or canapes like are they gonna just have a cheese plate or are we gonna give them a whole meal that's where we are okay well okay. do better Meg. <laughs> Oh my god. Somebody mentioned doing like a cruise and I and I wrote back oh, on the on the page. I was like, I'm not getting me. in the boat with any of you. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good that's a good I admire that I you like guys want to talk to anybody that you knew in high school. That's good a for nightmare. you. It's mostly okay. morbid curiosity, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, at, um, one of our interviews with Midian Crosby or Monster Midian, who does special effects, I went to high school with her. So, but I went to a very different kind of high school. So, <laughs> so, so that's probably why I'm a little bit different because I'm friends <laughs> with a lot of people from high school on Facebook. I don't see them, but but mm-hmm. I'm friends with a lot of them on Facebook. But I went to an alternative artsy school, <laughs> so everybody was a little weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Aaron, your sixes. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to agree with Carla on Kid Ninety. That was such yes. a good, such yeah, such a good ones. documentary. Yeah. And for some bizarre reason, I don't know why, but I just started crying at the end of it. It was Me just too. so good. 
Me right? too. It I, must don't be I don't know these people. Thing. I don't know why I'm crying. I think it's the 90s nostalgia so. thing. But me yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just like that feeling of they got to have some innocence, but also because of the field that they were in, mm-hmm. a lot of that tragic. innocence was, was, was tainted. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like that cross-section of... Um, of nostalgia because you kind of grew up with them, but you never really knew them. Yeah. And, and and they've gone through so much and it's hard to watch people that you care about in any, in any way find out that they went through all of that. Yeah. Like smile the whole way through. Like it was just like, this is great 90s yeah. stuff. And then it was like, I'm so sad. Also, since we're on the live stream, I'm going to go off on a real far tangent here about the Nickelodeon thing. And just fun fact, um, in 1994, there was a Nickelodeon Life Tour. I don't know if you remember this, Carla. Um, yeah. But, um, I, hey, I was 10 in 1994. We get it, Meg. Okay. I was 12. I was in okay. high school. I was in high school. <laughs> I was 12. Aaron, Aaron's like, I was 12. Um, I was record. an adult. You were 10. I was 12. I am, I am not 40 for another four days. Okay, people. Um, <laughs> I'm not 40 for two years. Three years, actually, because I'm 37. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares about your problems, Meg. <laughs> I'm My kids keep telling me I'm 40, and I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> Anyway, one of the greatest moments of my childhood was I got to go on stage at the Nickelodeon Live Tour and, like, play the games and stuff. And I won both of the games I played. And then I got to sit on Mike O'Malley's shoulders. And it was amazing. And I just recently, like, a month ago, found my T-shirt that they gave me for going up on stage. Did you get Um, No. But every time I see Mike O'Malley in something, I'm like, I sat on Mike's shoulders. (laughs) I love Michael Malley. He's great. <laughs> Just like, you know, it's, it's, if you ever run into him, Michael Malley, I sat on your shoulders once. <laughs> you know, Not creepy weird. at all, I'm sure. Not at all. No, in 1994. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to sixes. Okay. Um, I'll go with this is my last horror thing on my list, I think, but Malignant um, was uh, a movie that was released in directed by james wan and it was just really really creepy it's on it was on hbo max i don't know if it's still on there because they did the whole reliefs on the app also in theaters um but it's just super confusing and creepy i have a hard time following a lot of those really complicated (laughs) horror movies but i really liked it even though most of the time i didn't know really what was going on (laughs) but yeah your imaginary friend will kill people is the moral of that story so yeah that was good i'm actually people are taking my stuff so i think i'm just gonna do one right now okay yeah and and, you know malignant is such a funny one because and i missed it i didn't get a chance to watch it which i'm very sad that i didn't so i'm gonna have to wait until it comes back to hbo or i think i can rent it right now but i'm gonna wait till it comes back to hbo um but it's funny because my sister hates this movie like she says this is the one of the worst movies she's ever seen really and then there are people that love it interesting. so it's a movie that people either hate or love it's very interesting so i can't wait to watch it and see where i fall on it because then i know people that have watched it like over and over and over it's again very so very creepy like, i can't yeah. wait to watch it tell if i think people i know have taste or no taste exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if people are right or people tell are me right who on. you agree with yeah <laughs> uh, but but i love james wan movies so i think i think he's mm-hmm. one of the best horror directors out there yeah so meg your sixes first i'm gonna i'm gonna mention in the heights because 
I have a soft spot for this movie because I took my eldest daughter to see it and it was like our first mom-daughter date in two years at this point that we went to see this movie and we had lunch and it was this whole big thing. And she was obsessed with this musical. <laughs> like, I, I've heard these songs so many times before the movie ever came out because she became obsessed. And it was a good movie. It was a lot of fun. Um, I can't be like, oh, it was great, because so much of my opinion is colored by how much my kid enjoyed it and how much mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching my kid enjoy it. So I'm going to put that in my six. Another one I'm going to put in my six is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That show ended this year, and it made me really, really sad. It got canceled after two seasons. It's just this really kind of beautiful, funny, heartbreaking dramedy about a girl who starts to, who goes in an MRI machine during an earthquake and gets zapped to start hearing people's quote-unquote heart songs. So she hears people's thoughts and deepest wants and emotions through song. And she has to kind of figure out what they're going through based on their song. And it's beautiful and funny and awkward and cringy in a lot of times, but her dad in the first season is suffering from this neurological disorder that prevents him from speaking or moving. But because she has this whole thing going on with her, she's able to communicate with him through his quote unquote heart songs. And it's a beautiful show about grief and dealing with the death of a parent and it's it's a lot funnier than i'm making it sound right now <laughs> because there's a lot of lightness and 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 funniness to it but also there's it's really kind of grounded and rooted in this woman dealing with the loss of her parent and and how her emotions affect this weird ability she has and the show got canceled this year by, I think it's NBC, I want to yes. say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's NBC. Yeah. Um, Roku Channel picked it up for a movie, for a Christmas movie that came out. And if you haven't seen the Christmas movie, you should watch it. But also, Max kind of comes off as kind of an idiot for a, a decent chunk of it, who's like her best friend. Um, but I, I just... I love it. I wish more people watched it. It's one of those shows where it's really funny, but also really, really heartbreaking and, and makes you feel a lot of things at the same time. And there's one scene that's shot in one shot. Like, I mean, it's not a spoiler that her dad has in a terminal illness. So in his funeral scene, there's this beautiful one shot that's done and is just, just brilliant filmmaking. They do the entire funeral from beginning to end for hours and hours. You can see in one shot and it's just so well done. And, and I love it so much. So there's that one. And that's just two. I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it at two there because I feel like I don't have as much to say about literally any other thing on my, my show without a little more prep work. <laughs> Okay, so number six, my sixes, um, I'm going to go with another uh, true crime documentary that is on is on Showtime. I had recommended it before and actually said it was on HBO Max, but it's on Showtime. And it's called Buried. 
and it's all about you you have you watched this one meg i have not but the idea of buried makes me very nervous <laughs> it's so good it is about eileen this this happened in like the late 80s early 90s, who she had this memory of her father killing her best friend and she came for yeah, so it's all about that very trauma. I it's, haven't it's, seen it, but I've heard to see it. It's about so it. It's so good. And it's like it goes back and forth. Like one episode will be like basically like everything she's remembering is true. And her father was a a complete you need total name one more time. Void. Buried. I so like buried that. memories and bur- yeah. And and her father was a total creepoid, but it's, but it does go through that a lot of this stuff might not be real and how there was this whole time where this was this fad in therapy where they were therapists would say you had buried trauma that you aren't dealing with. I know I, I had people that this happened to. And then later they found out that that really didn't happen to them, like the trauma that their therapist said happened. So it was, so it's an, it's a very interesting documentary about that and memories yeah. and trauma. Well, and, and that's so much messed yeah. up where they were like in the eighties and nineties, it was just like, oh, all your problems. Clearly someone must've done something yes, to you as a exactly. child. And mm-hmm. these people who didn't have any of that trauma were like kind of made to believe that these things happened mm-hmm. to them and they were given false. It's, yeah. I have not seen that, but I've, I've heard about this phenomenon of like basically implanted trauma on people and people our age who were basically kind of gaslit into feeling like they were abused which is messed up on so many different levels yes yes i mean i have had i had a therapist once say to me i don't know why you're the fact that your father left you and abandoned you twice i don't know why that affects you so much unless your father sexually abused you <laughs> Which makes no sense. So, <laughs> no, it's so much. Uh, but wow. at the same time, at the same time, happen? I'm like, no. at the same time, you have a therapist who'd be like, I don't understand why you're so close to your father unless he's. <laughs> yes, like it's so, it would it's so be weird. the same like, thing, and it was so yeah awful yeah, because it's people the... who were actually being abused were being lost, and then other people who were never being abused, were being fed this trauma that never actually happened to them that kind of destroyed their relationships with their families. Yes, yes. And I mean, I will say this father was icky and disgusting anyway. Stuff the police found in his house was really gross. I won't say because of lots of triggers. But but at the same time, so it's the same thing like I've talked about before, like in the early 90s, it was a big trend to hospitalize teenagers. So it's the same kind of thing. It's like mental. There's like these trends that happen. And, you know, this was one of them. So, But it's a really good one. And once again, that's on Showtime, not HBO Max, on Showtime. And then I'm going to mention, I'm just going to mention two music things. And then I'll save the rest for the top five. Um, I'm going to second in the heights, but I'm just saying it on the on Spotify, listening to the music. Because I, I loved seeing that movie. I saw it with my grandma and my mom. And so it made it a little bit more special. It was like the first time my grandma had been in a theater since the pandemic. First time my mom had, and we went and saw it in Dolby digital, which I will say my poor grandma and my mom were like, this is way too loud, but <laughs> it was really, but they cute. still had fun. And it, and so it made it a very enjoyable experience. And I love musicals and 
I thought all the performances were great. And yes, I know there, there are issues with the casting with that, but I, but it was such an enjoyable experience for that, for having like, you know, three generations of Marlowe women seeing this movie together made it special. And, you know, my grandma is in her nineties. And so any time with my grandma who is incredibly healthy, amazing person. And I think it's because she has a bigger self social life than anybody I know. I think that really is the key to longevity. I want to say that everybody, if you want to know the key to like my grandma's awful and she's still alive. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, I think that's a lot of the reason why she's still alive. Now I'm going to go to my last one for number sixes and then we'll be done with the first half is I'm just going to give a quick mention to tick, tick, boom and the music and tick, tick, boom. That's all I'm going to say. So please go watch that. Okay. Well, that is it for part one of our best of 2021 episodes. So stay tuned because dropping Friday is part two where we count down five to one. If you can't wait that long and you'd also like to see some of the stuff that got cut from this episode, please head on over to our YouTube page and you can see the live stream uninterrupted where we count down our favorite things from 2021 and go on a lot of fun tangents some that didn't make the cut for this podcast episode Uh, you can follow me on twitter at e april beauty the e and the a and the b are capitalized be sure to like the show on facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on twitter at fandom thing pod no it's in that one on instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on tiktok at it's a fandom thing pod If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us at itsafandomthingpod at gmail.com. So thank you so much. And also just a quick wish to everyone for a brighter and better new year. I know it has been a very, very difficult and trying time. And I hope that we were able to bring some joy into your life this year. So thank you again so much for listening to us. And I hope you continue to enjoy what we're bringing you in the new year and our episode on Friday. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to the great pop culture debate back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.